Lori, I brought you a gift. You did? Yeah. What Lori. is it? Lori. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Good morning. Oh, hey. hey. Hello, listener. Welcome to Kirby's. 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 Is this, is this an accent? Is this a new character that you're bringing to the table? This is just the manifestation of how bunched up I am oh, right now. And so I don't tight. mean like in a <laughs> any way that is a reference to my real physical body. I right. just mean... Just the insides. Oh, yeah. Just the spirit. I've been like... I've been lashing out on social media in a very, you know, mild way, but with, you know, the consequences and... Uh, with, I hate everybody. With vim and vigor. yeah. I lashed out at Giuliani on 9-11. Had some people unhappy with me for that. It mostly was funny, and then I was like, oh, I don't like that. Don't say that to me. And then I just oh, got rid of the whole okay. thing. Then yeah. goodbye. Yeah. Then goodbye. It was called, it was called a skank hoe, which I was like, great. Fine. Th- that, you know, you pulled that out of Nowhere. 2003's garbage yeah. joke bag. Yeah. Lori, I, yeah. I brought you a gift. Yes. Are they? Wh- is what it, is it? What's in uh, your hand? What? Mellow cream pumpkins it is mellow cream pumpkins except it's it's more and Mm. and for anyone who listened to our pilot episode we love we love halloween candy so much it's so important to Mm -hmm. us now i bought you this uh brocks and when i say it's more than the is it tell me what you say about the pumpkins what are they called mellow cream pumpkins and what does that mean like mellow cream what is it a marshmallow it is not a marshmallow it is the same material that is used to make candy corns Uh but it is in the shape of a pumpkin that is like roughly the size of a large marble almost slightly different in shape um speaking to our 70 and 80 Mm -hmm. and 90 year old Mm -hmm. listeners Mm -hmm. who know what marbles are um and it is uh to me a better thing than candy corn because there's more somehow the like mass volume ratio um really mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. is <laughs> you know it's kind of a i'm a real student of nathan mirvold just kidding sure. that is the opposite of that is sure true. you're I, so modernist my cuisine arms aren't strong enough yet to pick up those books so right i know they're great everybody fuck off um gotta like, be honest i've checked them out from the library mm-hmm. i don't care yeah I don't want to science it that much. Mm-hmm. It's not relevant to everybody. I don't have room to science my food. Mm-hmm. I don't. Right. And you can say, but the science is within you. And to which I say, yes, I know, mm-hmm. Kenji. I know. Yeah. So keep the book. Yeah. Keep the book. I don't need it. Well, but it's also like $1,200. There's yeah. There's a set of but, whatever But books. my library has it. That's great. Yeah. Well, you live in a... I High live. tax bracket part yeah, of New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking better buy modernist <laughs> cuisine with my you know, tax dollars. You know God what damn my it. library has? Mm. Nothing like that. Fine. My library has a, is basically like a adult daycare center. But that's fine. That is actually, that also serves the function of the neighborhood. I like it. Oh, did you know that Mellow Cream, and uh, this is a Mellow Cream autumn mix from, from Brock's, mm-hmm. which I, I got for you. It's a, it's a combination of the Mellow Cream pumpkins which you mm-hmm. mentioned we've also got regular looking candy corn and then candy corn with a darker top one yeah. might suggest maybe a chocolatey top i don't know that yep. that's true it is in now, in theory i mean now i'm not going to eat any of this sure because it upsets me 
It's terrible. But do, here's my fear. My fear is, if you remember Circus Peanuts, we tried Circus Peanuts yeah. with our guest, Gabby Dalkin. Yep. And I, it turns out I loved them. Yeah. What if They're I love these? Good. I think it's fine. I think it's a nice thing to have in your life. You know what's good about this candy? No. In, in most temperatures, it's not I truly not have no sticky. idea what's good. Oh, okay. Okay. It's not a sticky candy. Like, um, if I find it in the bottom of my purse, mm. I'll, I might still eat it. Should I, should I try one? So you, which, well, what, what, what piece are we going for? Guide I've me got through. different advice for M- different pieces. Much like we said with previous guest, with our previous guest Faraday from mm-hmm. Munchies, I don't know how to do weed. Right. So I don't know how to do candy, candy corn. corn. Help me. Yeah. Okay. So have you never, ta- you have tasted have, it because you have an opinion and you yeah. don't like it. Right. Um, so you're trying to wade back in and re repair your relationship with candy corn Absolutely. and all associated. I had a bad trip. I had a bad trip. Yeah, but you're not willing corn. to walk away. I feel like life is about rediscovery mm-hmm. as much as it is new adventure. Yeah. So let's rediscover, especially something that I've hated. Yeah. You're going to try and be a little more tolerant, I guess. I'm going to be open. I yeah. see how angry I was at Circus Peanuts. And and by the way, it did sound like I said circus penis, (laughs) (laughs) which not mad, not mad at your circus penis. I sort of feel like that's why they were named that in the first (laughs) place. It was a way for people to sneakily say dirty words Mm -hmm. back in the 1400s. Yeah, when they were playing with marbles. So I'm going to, my advice to you is the classic candy corn is the way to go. Okay. Because. I'm going, I'm going to try. And then you have a, that one's broken. Yeah, you gotta get a, a real right. the the whole deal. So we've got a yellow top. The uh-huh. the and one might say the if if you're familiar with an ear of corn, mm-hmm. the presenting part of the kernel mm-hmm. is yellow. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> the butthole, really, of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. The butthole, and then the torso mm-hmm. is orange, mm-hmm. and then the head. <laughs> I was gonna say tip, and they both the feel tip. terrible, yeah, they, but they I, both I feel like. Circus penis. Terrible. Yeah. But I think that t- I, I would I would say tip sooner right, than I'm I would say head. Just to see how it feels. I need to be honest with you. I liked it. I knew you would. Oh my God, these it's are the really same good. thing as circus peanuts with more like structure, more corn syrup. I think more corn what syrup. What is the difference between circus peanuts? Uh, no there's a density. Knows. No one can know. Uh, it's unknowable. Nathan Mirvold. It's like science. Is that his name? Nathan yes. Mirvold? Yes. Vold. Nathan, modernist cuisine. Yeah. Science the fuck out of the mellow cream, please. Mm. Otherwise, Brock's come on and talk. Yeah. We're willing to listen. This is pretty spectacular. I, I'm, I, I love that you've really accepted Brock's into your heart. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to push it, but I feel like we've, I've really, you've joined a spiritual um, am I gonna, am fellowship. I, yeah, absolutely. Will I buy this on my own? Absolutely not. Will I buy it for you and have a few? Of course I will. Uh, I was with a group of people last week. Also, through editing this show, I have come to really understand my verbal tics and my rhetorical uh, approaches mm-hmm. to things and the rhythms. Is that hard for you? Uh, it's it, There's a lot of self-loathing, of course. Mm-hmm. But we got to put out something. And I have to exist in the world. And so, what we've... <laughs> I mean, really, you get to the place where Quietly you're... Quietly sobbing in the corner. <laughs> At some point, you just have to go, well, this is... I want to keep getting better. Mm-hmm. 
but mm-hmm. I can't get good by if withdrawing. Yeah, right. And I've got to live with shame and anger <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, keep yeah. that to myself. Yeah. And, and just deal eat. with it just and get, no, get better. Let's get better. Okay. <laughs> Let's get better. So I, I discovered and then had a, a team of uh, about 11 of us. Mm-hmm all using the same rhetorical device, which is putting a rhetorical question out there and then answering it yourself. Mm. <laughs> which you find yourself doing a lot. Constantly. And if you go back and now, if you listen oh, well, for yes. it. well, yes, I do. I am now aware of Now, if you listen that. for it. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're aware of my device, which Did is, I make a Negroni? Of course I did. Of course I, I did. did. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm aware of that. Did I, did I put a Drake's cake in it? <laughs> Absolutely. Will I do it again tonight? <laughs> Very possible. <laughs> it's fun and versatile. It's pretty funny <laughs> when 12, no, <laughs> 10 people are doing it back to you. <laughs> and we're all talking that way. It was probably one of the funniest things where you see a mirror when somebody goes, now this is your mirror. Look right at yourself. Own the shame. But also, we're all going to do it because it's pretty fun. <laughs> and aggressively irritating so was this your first ayahuasca experience (laughs) (laughs) i vomited and shit everywhere so uh we had to take a little break from the podcast (laughs) we're back it's great so great it really is it's yes it is great um you (laughs) texted me on Sunday, I believe, or Saturday, uh-huh. and I said, uh, or I was texting you, and I said, I'm going to post the episode. Is that okay? It was Sunday. And you said, yeah, fuck yeah, or you know, something uh, real chipper. Yeah. And then you sent me a photo. Do you remember <laughs> what that photo was? Do not remember. I will, as soon as you tell me, I will, but I don't remember okay. which moment I, you caught me in or it I caught a, myself It was in. a photo of an envelope. Oh, yeah. It was like no explanation. It was an envelope. So then I had to look more closely and kind of zoom in on my phone <laughs> on parts of it. And what was that envelope? Yeah. What was it? Oh, it was the um, tickets for the Emmys, the and Creative Arts Emmys. The Creative Arts Emmys, yes. which are legitimate. Legitimate Emmys, but as I called them to somebody who worked in the hotel, the middle class Emmys. And he goes, <laughs> "I know, I have one." And then he picked up my suitcase, and took it to my room. <laughs> And that's showbiz. Um, anyway. Right. <laughs> but right. yeah, so I went to, there was two nights or two afternoons really yeah. of the Creative Arts Emmy ceremony in Los Angeles last weekend. And I went to one night during which um, many uh, uh, categories of, uh, what, what am I trying to say? Where Tony's show Parts Unknown was nominated mm-hmm. in six categories. Now you don't work on that show. I do not work on that show. And thank but, you for helping me clarify that. But. Yes. Why were you asked to go along? Oh, I asked to go. Yeah. I wasn't like, nobody was like, you must be there. I was like, I'm going to go because I want to. Yeah. Um, just to, I mean, to, it's, it's something to observe. It's like it had become a real tradition mm-hmm. with Tony. I never went when Tony oh, went. That's what because, I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah. No. I never would go because it was like, there's absolutely no reason for me to be there. Right. And it's not my thing, you know? Right. But it always sounded fun from afar. I was always glad when they won and stuff. So, but this year, him not being there, and this being kind of the end of an era, yeah. and me trying to continue to learn as much as I can about him and his everything, um, in the pursuit of book projects. Yeah. Um, I went and uh, 
and made, a, you know, made a other, did other things, did some interviews for book projects and, uh, and went Good. to the events. Do you get time in there? And I don't want to go deep on this because I think I don't want to invade, but I have had several listeners say, is Lori okay? <laughs> By which so, you mean one. No, I'm really? just not telling you others. Yeah. Um, it's too much honesty. No, I think uh, what we share on here is a highly edited version. Oh, yeah. Right? And so yeah. they get glimpses. But I don't think we're cutting for pathos, right? Oh, God, no, we're cutting and, out pathos. Yeah, right? This we're cutting out funny, pathos. So. so I think people are, are getting people are a concerned. sense of... I think people are getting a sense of shit's really hard and I, I think you're pretty incredible for not hiding it though we don't put it all out there um, does going to the Emmys and being able to celebrate is that part of a grieving process oh, in absolutely. some way absolutely yeah so what was one moment that stood out for you as a person who's affected by him being gone did that's part of the grieving process was it just part of the celebration was it the party bus? Because you texted me. I, said, <laughs> I, I sent you a note back to your text. And I was like, oh, my God, do you totally have to go? And yes, before you even have to say it, of course, I'll go with you. And you're like, I'm on the party bus, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> going, going to the Emmys too yeah. late. Yeah, uh, on the freeway. So is it just being part of everyone being, being there? Does that help? I don't know. I think it was seeing... Certainly winning, you know, winning was very winning helpful. helps. Yeah, I mean, on their behalf, um, I don't. I can't think of it. The thing is, like, I never experienced any of that with Tony, uh -huh. you know. But I had been in L.A. with Tony, and I, um, and so I tried to do some of the same things. Um, I don't know. I can't really. Yeah, there wasn't. I mean, I didn't have much fun, you know. Okay. I'll tell you what. I also was doing while I was in L.A., and this yeah. is like, as I was saying to you earlier, um, I have been a nightmare. <laughs> Great. And so I'm sort of trying to keep myself away from other people, mm -hmm. except in the realm of like the written word, which has had mixed results for me this week. So Superb. I went way hard on the Little League uh, administration <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> like shameless. I was, there was a situation where my kid got traded sure. from a team where we had a bunch of friends and moms that were willing to drive his ass mm -hmm, around mm -hmm. to a team where we know nobody, no. nobody lives no, near no, us. No, 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 no. And the team he was on happens to be the team that our family roots for and supports. And the team that he was transferred to is that their name of their team and mm -hmm. it's little league, mm -hmm. uh, is the name of a team that I routinely say when I hear that team's name, F that team and sure. I'm not going to say no because it's you don't it's so polarizing it's sports, and it doesn't matter it's yeah. clear right. it's just an exercise in trying not to die so <laughs> sport <laughs> fun it's sports are fun uh so they traded my kid uh-huh and I they wouldn't trade him back I tried to be like I used I I mean used I got everything. so fucking yeah. as a mom that I feel like we have to retire it now because it's like oh, and then wow. weaponize it and then market it um, it didn't work. It didn't fucking work, you know, but I definitely got very as a mom, like, let me lay out my situation for you and really laid it on thick. They did not give a fuck. They were like, what's done is done. It's league rules, you know, it's league like, rules. And, uh, and yes, I am. I am, you know, being a dick by doing that voice, but that is the guy's fucking voice. So 
<laughs> I don't have any more ammunition. It's true. I tried to Alexander Hamilton it, and I was not successful. Well, also, how did he end on Broadway? Hamilton. Uh, how did he? Well. Yeah. Shot in the. Sure, but he was also on Broadway. Face. Oh. So right. what? I, yeah, he had don't a great. Stop. What a great theater don't, career he had. Don't people don't stop. know that. Yeah, a lot of people end it with the with his death. Yeah. And clearly, that's not where it stopped. And right. we've already talked about Lin Manuel Miranda. You're so welcome to come on. You're fantastic, and you're in town. As I tweeted the at him girl. the other day. You too, did. What did but you in say? a positive way. Sure. He's After all I about got positive. all yeah, yeah, yeah. gross about Giuliani, I went high and and was like. Jose Andres has a new book out. And then so Lynn manuel Miranda wrote the foreword to the book with his father. And uh, so I tweeted at him in my yeah. stupid tweet. You know, yeah, but you whatever. were just trying to say, hey, I know it's important to you. I know. No, I'm, just, I'm just trying to get his attention. That's fine. Like, I feel like I get the day Lynn manuel Miranda pays attention to me, yeah. I'll be like, I'm good. I'm good. I thirst no more. A uh, friend of the show, Ben Harrison, mm-hmm. of many podcasts, including Let's Drink About It, um, Greatest Generation, Friendly Fire. There's another Star Trek one in there. It's just, it's all too much, Ben. Um, he went bowling with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Damn. Bowling. Wow. Along with Jesse Thorne of Jordan Jesse Go and Bullseye yeah. of Maximum Fun. Power trio on the lanes, man. I feel like we need, you know famous people. You have. I'm mm, not gonna starve you know my way out of a paper bag. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that's not true. That's not I'll star true. I'll but not in you a way know that you will. embarrasses my. No, you will. No, I. I feel like we need to go bowling with someone. Oh, someone famous. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like. I, Do you feel all, like I we think... can go after McConaughey now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> can we Will get a write, bereavement fuck out write, of McConaughey? Write, write his assistant and say, <laughs> "Okay, we're ready to play." <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. All right. All right. All right. Uh, time, I do love him. Time, uh, I feel time I, is a flat circle. This is my <laughs> feeling about Lin Manuel Miranda is that he's probably not all that different from me and you, Chris. I don't think he's any different than me and you, except maybe way fucking smarter and also has a shit ton more money. But is he smarter? He's very smart. I think he's very smart. I think he's very talented. I think he's smarter than us. It's think, fine. Some well, people people have a, to be. I don't want to Maybe that as a burden. team that's smarter. The two of us. It's like when yeah. you put two two-year-olds together against a four-year-old. Yeah. It doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. fighting them in the <laughs> yard. When, oh, my I God. Would, <laughs> I would love to see two-year-olds cockfighting. And I do not mean with their penises, with their circus penises. I mean truly cockfighting. I mean putting spurs on their nose, blades on their nose, and anklets. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, I, feel, I feel like animal rights people cannot get after us for that because we're talking about children. We're talking about children. It's fun. Everybody hates children. We're <laughs> JK, and if you're a child and you're listening, don't. Don't. It's not for what you. What are you doing? Don't, don't hang around waiting to get your feelings hurt because they're going to be. Yeah, because we'll put you in a cockfight if you're not careful. <laughs> machine going, Uh uh adding three of these dairy pure 
situations to mm-hmm. it. Um, Those are really never pure dairy, though, are they? Oh, the I name, think it's anything, like a total but lie. yeah, no, I don't know what's going on in there, but uh, <laughs> makes me feel good. So yeah, my coffee. My um, sure. Mm. <laughs> my coffee is great. Thank you for asking. I <laughs> am happy. Shall we begin? And yes, I've been yes. recording. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have a guest with we have a us guest. today. We have a guest and she's my friend. Hello. Hello, friend. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Kushboo. Spelled K-H-U-S-H-B-U. Mm-hmm. Don't spell it wrong if you email me. I never would. <laughs> or I will call you out. You will call it out. <laughs> uh, and I would know you from? Uh, I am the senior food editor at Thrillist. You can find my name on other websites like Eater, Grub Street, Bon Appetit. Will you tell us your last name? GQ. Oh, yeah. I have a last name. It's Shaw. Easier than my first name. Spell it. S-H-A-H. You you know what? (laughs) I use my last name a lot when I go to like Starbucks and things like that because Mm -hmm. it's one less syllable and like three less letters. Mm -hmm. The number of times Shaw ends up being misspelled, even oh, though I'm w? like, I'm like Shaw, S-H-A-H. Oh, I went to like Starbucks a couple days ago and it was like S-A-J-H-N. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but it's never as bad as the time I went to Starbucks four years ago and they just wrote whatever on the side of the no. card. Yeah. I was like, that's uh-huh. fucked up. Uh-uh. Yep. All right, let's hopefully, let's, let's hope they uh, cover that in their training yeah. uh, when they shut down for the afternoon. They already did that, right? It was yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Any, yeah, yeah. Did anything come out of it? Or their PR's got that shit on super lock, right? Yeah, their yeah, PR yeah. Is, is tight. They love corporate speak at Starbucks. Mm. Yeah. It's a if you ever email them as a journalist, you get the same. It's like corporate ease. It's amazing. Wow. Is yeah. it human? No. Okay. I mean, it is a human, but like spewing. Right, but corporate, it, it yeah. doesn't sound like a human. Yeah, one time they sent me an email that they, but they like kept the chain of internal emails like oh, on. I love it was, that shit. Like, very funny to see like oh. what level of like importance my publication that I was writing for at the time was mm. compared to like other like they they have tiers, uh-huh. internal tiers of like what they reveal things to, and I was like, oh, this is fascinating. Wow! And so you could see the levels. I could see all of it. You could see it go up. And yeah. then come back down. And like there was someone from like Mother Jones that had been asking a similar question and they gave him like a slightly less filled out answer because of like wow. this. Yeah, it's, it was a wild email. Did you go again. clear? I mean, this sounds like you just <laughs> shed all the Thetans at once. It's amazing. Pretty much. It's my favorite thing though. I'm, I am that asshole that like re- if you send me an email and there's yeah. like previous emails on there, I will scroll to the goddamn bottom and of like course. read the whole yeah. thing. You have to. And I don't understand when people like don't think that people won't read this stuff. Like, it's a, I think it's usually a mistake, right? Have you ever been caught? I've done it where I've like accidentally forwarded something that had like something not very nice. Uh-huh. about them in the because chain i know i'm an asshole mm-hmm. i make sure to not because i'm like there's yeah. other people like me who will read this whole thing <laughs> oh, there certainly yeah. are yeah i'm usually careful but i did i did screw up once <laughs> it, <laughs> it, happens. it happens yeah totally it happens. happens i did one where it was like uh i don't know like i just can you comment on this or is this right and then i had my response and then they sent it to everybody and they were like yeah this is right (laughs) 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 okay thanks everybody uh what are you doing today what am i doing today well i'm hanging with you guys yeah it's Mm -hmm. the best which is like real great contemplating what sweet green salad i want to buy for lunch Mm -hmm. i have their app i'm really into this like my new thing where i'm like really into brand apps 
because mm-hmm. I'm like brown as hell and like love a deal and all of them like <laughs> when you use their app like they actually give you rewards points and I'm like oh. this stuff adds up really fast oh, sure. like yeah. sweet green is like I'm like really they should give me some money for this or like yeah. a shout out some credits in my account Let's with say, something yeah. when they Be- sponsor this podcast yes. we will, yeah. we will cut you in on that deal let's describe sweet green for people that that yeah. haven't had the fortune of either hearing about them or, or participating in their yeah. lovely green food is sort of like a cult loved salad chain like uh-huh. a phrase i never thought i would utter in my lifetime but here i am and you know what i buy into the cult i love it they have really interesting salads like yeah. fresh ingredients lines that are like out the door but move really fast mm-hmm. um and all the like all the vibes are kind of great in there it's hipper than most of your other sort of salad chains but they also have this great app yeah the app is what does yeah it. for every 99 dollars you spend you get 10 dollars back and i'm like that's Actually, that adds up. Like sweet greens, expensive. It is expensive. What do you pay for on the average for a salad at sweet green? Like twelve dollars. Yeah, anywhere between ten to twelve. Yeah, Yeah. it's like I don't usually get meat, and so therefore my that's why mine is thirteen. It's a great life hack is to just not eat meat. Hmm. But even better life hack, it's wheat green. Sorry, I'm very passionate about this. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. She just gave us a, a finger around the room finger, like, hold to up, make sure hold that up. we are Don't interrupt. totally on board Be with prepared. that. And we are. We are. You can <laughs> sub avocado for any meat at Sweetgreen, they won't upcharge you and frequently they'll even downcharge the salad. And I'm like, this is what amazing. That's a great hack. Because avocado is infinitely better than chicken. Sure. Mm. Sorry, Agreed. fuck chicken. Mm. Agreed. <laughs> chicken can be stupid. Yeah. Avocados are always great. They taste great in arguably every single salad sure. on the face of the planet. And they're probably just as expensive as chicken. All right. <laughs> per pound. Coach, we're yeah. going to do top five salads. Let's go. And they don't have to be sweet green. Number one, what's your top salad? Okay. I love a fatouche salad from this Explain place it. specifically in Dearborn, Michigan called Alamir. And a fatouche salad is like a Lebanese salad. Frequently Lebanese. I think probably spread more throughout the Arab world, but... I'm an idiot that should know this. No, no, no. You're, you're giving it a home. It's um, okay. So it's like really great crunchy romaine, like chopped onions, tomatoes, and cucumbers, and then fried pita chips, which is that great. And like great. a really heavy like za'atar dressing and olive oil, lemon. Like Done. It's all fresh. Oh, parsley. A lot of parsley. Some people yeah. put mint in. So mm. it's just like... Chopped or whole leaf? Um, Diced-ish. Mm. Somewhat chopped, but yeah. not like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not super fine. Yeah. Okay. Number number two. Number Num- two. I'm a sucker for a kale Caesar. I'm a basic yeah, bitch when good. it comes to that. So like <laughs> kale avocado good. Caesar. Delicious. Into that. Absolutely. Yeah, number I three. Eat that endlessly. Number three. I love like a Mexican influenced salad with like corn, avocado, like a cotija, maybe sure. cheese. Mm. You're giving it a lot of love. Yeah. As well, <laughs> physically, and I mm-hmm. wish our listeners could see it, but you're re- you're really. In salads are like a, salad. a, a recent new passion of mine. I mm. don't know why, but I'm like super. Mm-hmm. Just one day woke up and I was like, yes, my body needs micronutrients. <laughs> so just became like go. obsessed with salads. Let's keep it going. Number four. <laughs> um, number four. Let's see. I do anything with butter lettuce. I'm mm. obsessed with like Boston bibs, mm. butter lettuce, gem lettuces. They're like so soft. So soft. So delicious. Buttery, yeah. velvety. Yeah could eat it plain to be honest but usually like a bib salad with like a green goddess on it and like Mm -hmm. i'm done like Mm -hmm. give me that just give me a bucket of that salad and i'm like happy (laughs) now i recently came out as um keep it on uh green goddess dressing keep it meaning no thank you um so challenge me and and (laughs) samin samin knows her from from uh 
uh, we've we've mentioned Sabine. She's going to be on the show. Friend, uh, New York Times columnist. Uh, apparently, she was like, "What?" And she because she had just done a Green Goddess dressing. Mm. Let's let's break down Green Goddess dressing. What's happening there? Okay, Green Goddess is great. It's a great fatty dairy base, ideally yeah. a mix of mayo and sour cream, which are two just great substances, mm. and then a fuck ton of like green herbs, garlicky things, oniony things. You can mix and match however you want. I highly recommend Ina's Green Garden dressing. Okay. Did Ina's she put Green an anchovy? Wow, I just call it Green Garden. That's a yeah. good oh, Green Garden. She might call it that. Yes. Trademark. Yep. Wow. Ina, anchovy sometimes. Some for people those put anchovy in. Do. I don't think you need it. Uh-huh. I think anchovy puts a lot of people off from dressings, okay. and me. especially when you're making it at home. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I just made Ina's like a couple weeks ago. By the way, holds up in the fridge like wonderfully great for a crudite platter. For how, lo- for how long does it hold up? Three weeks. What? Three yeah. weeks. Three but weeks? you're not dragging vegetables through it. Like you're not, you're no. not just so, just no. right. Like it's, when you're putting it away, it's. I don't know. I'm you're not dipping in. You're right. taking out and putting it right. on okay. things. Yeah. Well, you, I think you what you're worried about out. is bacteria that would be transferred, right? right, right. And it would spoil it. Yeah. So we're safe. People, yeah. please. And listeners, we have safe food practices. Like, <laughs> let's just... It's not about the double dip. Of course you don't do that. It's like, let's be smart and I mean, let's not cross-contaminate. Mm-hmm. But if I make like a personal batch of green goddess, it's all bets are off. Oh, it's yeah, yours. your hands oh, are in there. You can do whatever it's, you yeah, want. Yeah, totally. You can a make straw. a bucket and keep it in the fridge. <laughs> we don't care. That's what I do. I love a bucket salad. A bucket mm. salad. Mm-hmm. Hashtag bucket salads. Like that is my... What's a bucket salad? Just a giant ass salad. Got like, it. A big bowl and you yeah, go. Yeah, big bowl. Like I actually love using mixing bowls for salads. Mm. Like that's the Later ideal that's salad bowl for me. And it's like, it's room to actually toss things yeah. like certain mm-hmm. things but then you stainless steel salad yeah bowl. oh yeah totally yeah. Bowl. oh no totally. i can't do that i can't do that because no? i can't do a metal on metal sound it oh, really yeah. Yeah. see i will yeah. frequently use a plastic fork for something like that. okay then i would then i'm like that's that as fine. well like I have, ice cream i can't eat with metal mm-hmm. spoons i have no metal bowls mm-hmm. none wow. interesting. none only ceramic or plastic the huh. indians really love stainless steel bowls do they oh yeah i have all these like mini stainless steel bowls too oh sure i do have those little ramekins so useful for just everything Lori. yeah what do you like salad i do in theory i haven't been eating a lot of it lately but i'll tell you what um i bet i i had a kind of salad and this may make you feel sick or not uh the other day i took some eggplant salad from the russian and polish deli which is basically i don't know eggplant puree and some tomatoes and some other business it's Mm -hmm. delicious consistency of baby food which is totally where i I am living right now like i just want a soft pudding like experience every time i'm eating uh so i took that and then i poured some kefir over it is that what you call it i never know how to pronounce it is it kefir kefir Kefir. Let's call it Kefir. So I so I took those two things and I put them together on a plate and I ate it ate it with a spoon and I I call that a salad that sounds yeah. good. I'm into it, was, it. I love assorted vegetable mush as well, which mm, I think mm-hmm. is the appeal of another brand called Diggin. Mm. Oh, yeah, Diggin. Which is like another hot New York City like lunch yeah. spot where they just, yeah. you walk up and you can get assorted vegetable mush. Yeah. Do they really call it? What do they call it? They do not call it that. Yeah. That would no. be bad advertising, but It'll I be, call it that. Yeah. It's very great, like mediocre vegetable mush, but it's yeah. just what you want. It's like really yeah. hammered broccoli, yeah. right? With like some garlic sort of basic seasonings yeah Yeah, like a roasted sweet potato maybe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know top five salad number five number five 
Hmm. I'm really into salads lately that have tahini dressings. Fine. Mm. That's like my new my new thing. I just ordered two things of like sum tahini on Amazon. Like a couple. Wow, I'm just shouting out brands like crazy right now. <laughs> How this dare is, you? This is weird. No, um, do it. Do it. Sponsor. Us. Sponsor us, please. <laughs> I just t- want like personal life sponsors. <laughs> yeah. There's a tahini ranch dressing in the Superiority Burger oh, book. Oh yeah. It's good. I have not tried that one yet, but I honestly I ordered Get on it. The, tahini to try this one yeah and i'm also really obsessed with have you guys been to lalito in the lower east side chinatown um gerardo there who's like the chef makes this incredible vegan caesar Mm. that is out of this world that is a crack salad like Mm. so good i don't know what he puts in it but i would like to know all of his and you would like to eat it all oh yeah every time i go in there i mean i go there specifically for that salad Mm. well listen I would like us to, if we could, do a game and let's make candy salad. And we don't have to literally make candy salad. But what would you put in a candy salad? Because, Lori, I know right now you're eating a lot of candy. Not this minute, but yes. No, but just generally. Like, it's a lifestyle right now. It is, it is. A candy lifestyle. Totally. And I do love my candy. I'm a Barbie girl. I do Do love candy, but I don't like mixing, like gummy and fruity with chocolate. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Like, when you go to, like, the pick and mix bars, like, Mm -hmm. like, I really fucks hard with the gummy side but mm. yeah. will not go to the chocolate no because the chocolate's mm-hmm. not good yeah. yeah it's dry yeah. what would you put in a candy salad can we please make this mm-hmm. uh i would put in some of those mint leaf gummies mint, mint leaf, leaf gummies you never had those before no it's uh it's, what I think magical it's like a world do you live I in i think yeah, it's like an old i mean there are no mint leaves in them they're shaped <laughs> spearmint it's like a gummy spearmint no no this, this like Never from seen these that sounds great old people time yeah, i thought i was a gummy time. connoisseur but yeah. i think you've they're like a brock's product they're covered with sugar oh brock's. they're you know it's yeah. like these are all words that don't make sense to me they, what i, I used to brock's the candy company that makes like Candy corn and the pumpkins. Oh, and the and I guess I always pronounce it like Brax. Well, Brax, could yeah. short could be you could be right. <laughs> I have no so I would when I lived in Chicago, well, Oak Park, I would go past the Brox factory every oh, day, wow. back and forth. Would it smell subway. like candy? I don't know. It smelled like Chicago because <laughs> <laughs> because in Michigan, there's like a town where General Mills is located. Yeah. I'm from Michigan, um, and I would take the train and sometimes it would pause in this town called Battle Creek um, before the, you have to take a connecting train to Chicago. And the whole town smells like cornflakes. That's like you just get out right. and you just whiff the air. Wow. It's like how Secaucus smells like trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it generally, mm-hmm. yeah, like Battle Creek, Michigan smells like cornflakes, which I'm not mad at. No, yeah. I'm not mad at it either. And we would go to Battle Creek. Uh, on class field trips ah. growing up. So I, I do understand the smell. Bless uh, the Midwest. We are, bless the Midwest, <laughs> indeed. Uh, candy salad, I, are we just stopping with mint leaves? No. <laughs> seems like a bowl um, salad. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Just, just some, some Well, candy corn, obviously. Oh. I'm trying to, what I'm going for now are candies and gums that are most like vegetables. Would so, you put those egg like, gummies in? I'm obsessed oh, with those. Tell I guess so. They look like fried eggs, yeah. but they're gummies. Yeah. Never seen them. They're, they're amazing. I feel like we're getting really close to like a grain bowl candy salad. <laughs> yeah. We're really close. Oh, yeah. Then I'd put like a pound of cooked buckwheat in there okay. and just let the, um, and it's hot and steamy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let the gummies kind of like just Melt, get all it. gross in and there. Then some green goddess. Yeah. And then like a, a cup of green goddess dressing. <laughs> And, Great. Uh, yeah. We made it, and we made candy salad. Congrats, everybody! Because why? Why you write? Why do I write? Wow. Um, Hard pivot. 
Yeah. Do you know what? That's actually the least favorite part of my job. Great. Let's move on. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> why you edit? Why do I edit? Second least favorite part of my job. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I got into this food writing specifically. I don't, I'm not actually, I'm not someone who has ever had like great ambitions of writing the, you know, next great American novel. I don't find myself to be a writer's writer. Um, I think maybe, you know, down the line, will I stop writing? Probably like that doesn't seem like what I want to do when I'm Mm -hmm. 60 years old. Uh, But there's, you know, I'm jealous of my friends who do want to write like novels and do have all these great ambitions. I got into it because it was just a reason for me to go ask people a lot of questions Mm -hmm. and I'm just a nosy bitch. And so like, (laughs) I was like, Oh, this is great. I get paid to do this. And like how fun I can just bother people all day. And then, you know, this is a medium through which I can put all my answers. Yeah. Um, am I picky about the medium? No. I mean, do I think I could do video down the line? Sure. Or more like audio based stuff. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. I just like storytelling, Uh I guess above Mm. all else. Food for me was always, I think it's a really cool insight into other people's cultures and like a really easy step mm-hmm. into learning about how other people process the world. Yeah. Um, because there already is some middle ground, you know, we both, you know, we both eat eggplants, right? Like I understand what an eggplant is. Someone from Russia also understands what an eggplant is, mm-hmm. but the way they approach this vegetable is very different than the way, you know, I approached it growing up and it has all these layers and meanings to it that when you really poke and prod at it, you start to get to. Um, and that's sort of why I got into this the most. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. You should keep writing. I know you don't Thank want to, you. but with that, you know, it's, it's a shame. It would be a shame to, well, I guess the idea is that you'll, you'll assign stories to other people. You'll help them tell their stories. You don't have to be the one to do the writing. But Yeah, uh, maybe. Or just it a seems different like, medium. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. In the last few years, I've seen you move from the person being assigned the stories or pitching the stories mm-hmm. to someone who's assigning yes. stories to people. So how have you transitioned? How's that transition been in your career? Is it Was it wonderful? What have you learned about yourself? What have you learned about others and working with others I like it it gives me a nice mix I do a nice mix of writing and editing these days and uh, this way you don't get too tired of one or the other yeah. which is uh, this is one of the plus sides of this whole digital world is where you're sort of expected to do everything and but that's also a negative in in some mm-hmm. ways um, I like it I it's nice you know I am a person of color and I think I I'm interested sometimes in circles or have access to circles and things that maybe other people don't. And I'm able to assign work to people, like actual paid work, you know, like hundreds of dollars for stories. I wish I could pay more, but um, to people that have different perspectives and different access to stories. And it's cool. Like it's, it's cool. Now when I go to these different cities, I meet up with my writers sometimes and I'm like, this is like a fun network, you know, that I've been able to build Yeah, and I get like, it's a job. <laughs> I get paid <laughs> to do it. <laughs> I want to ask questions without making you, uh, be the spokesperson for all brown people in food. <laughs> <laughs> right. So luckily there's a few of us now. So. There, there are a few. So when you, so if one of the things that you've been very good about with me is mentoring me on language that is appropriate and inclusive and making sure that I have a perspective that isn't limited to white guy, (laughs) uh, uh, white guy, Midwest evangelical former, (laughs) you know, now lives in Jersey. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. pretty much my perspective that I bring to the table, which is a pretty limited point of view. 
Uh, so if I end up putting you in that position during our discussion, would you call it out? Because yeah. I'd really like for our listeners to hear it real time. <laughs> <laughs> Is this something that you guys have a long history of? Or what's your uh, Twitter DMs are kind of funny. Our Twitter DMs for yeah. quite a while were... Contentious? Uh, no. no. More, ju- more juicy. Yeah, mm. very juicy. Very, very juicy. Um, who should I... Don't worry. I'm not going to ask you that question. When I look at editors behind the scenes, mm-hmm. I diverse voices are difficult for me to find because I'm, I'm seeing the editor's work, mm-hmm. not the editor's voice. Does that make any sense what I'm saying? Like I can see the hand of the editor okay. to some degree, but, but it's coming through that writer. It's applied to that writer. Right. So are there people of color who are editors mm-hmm. that I should be paying attention to the work that they're assigning, curating, making happen? Because you're one of them that I, I can see the work that's happening. Are there others that you feel like this person's doing great stuff over there and in, in how they're editing? Totally. Um, I would go with Erin Jesus, that eater. She's brilliant, yeah. amazing, very supportive, um, champions all kinds of stories from all kinds of writers is super energetic about every story um, and has like a very even hand when she approaches them, like really lets writers' voices shine through. Like I read, every time th- she puts up a story, I'm like, I'm jealous of that story, mm. you know? Mm. And I find myself being like, oh shit, I wish I assigned that. Or like, mm-hmm. ah, what a great idea. Or like, you know, she does, or she finds like great, you know, very great art um, to go with that. Uh, Anna Hiesel, not a person of color, but... She's not. But brilliant. Yeah. Um, and great at assigning great at picking stories and, and she's, and she's with a taste, taste. Yeah. yeah and you should definitely read the work that she's doing like i really really love it here's the thing unfortunately there's not that many editors of color yeah um especially editors mm-hmm. of color that are at assigning levels mm-hmm. that is sort of the problem above all because that's where sort of some of the you know the power of like who is the you know who does write for a site um it becomes limited you know yeah I think that's one of the most important things you taught me was that it's it's not just about diverse voices. It's about the people who assign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just, you pay attention to things differently. I think when you, you know, when you come from a different perspective. Yeah. Um, not to say that I get everything right. I definitely have a lot of learning to do on my own. But Well, <laughs> welcome to being an adult. Um, and this is not to say that there aren't a lot of great editors out there who aren't you know, who aren't people who aren't white. They're great. I've had plenty of great, great editors sure. who are very kind, very thoughtful. Um, but yeah, it's honestly hard to name editors. I can name a lot of writers that are of color, but editors of color are mm-hmm. much harder to find. Tell us about something that you have worked on, re- that you've assigned or worked on recently that was really fun, that you're really excited about putting out in the world if you can yeah I assigned out this story to this amazing writer named Liana Agajanian which who everyone should be following will you say her name again Liana Agajanian she's this Armenian uh, Armenian American writer who lives in Detroit now because she won this like crazy cool scholarship program um, where she gets like a house it's like a 
a house wow. in Detroit wow. and she gets to like write out of it. I don't know. It's very cool. And it's sort of amazing. And she has also started this cool project called Dining in Diaspora, sort of tracing Armenian food throughout America. Mm. Um, and I like really love people who are so dedicated to these like side hustles that might not earn them any money, but like they just do it because they mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. But she's also just a brilliant writer, and she pitched me this story about uh, Ferré Rocher and how it was like oh, so good this thing that you know Armenians are like obsessed with. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, it's not just Armenians; like Indians also do this too. Like we always bring it to other people's houses. You could sort of always find it. And then I was like, you should poke into this. I think mm. it's like more than just our you know Armenian culture and Indian culture, which are in many ways like pretty separate geographically, especially. Mm-hmm are sort of into this in, in as part of the diaspora, like what other cultures are into it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she went out and found like a whole breath. It's like such a part of the immigrant experience. It's like one candy um, in America. And I'm, I'm obsessed with stories like that. Like something that you look at every single day and then all of a sudden there's like this like story to it behind mm-hmm. it that you just never knew existed. Mm-hmm. Like those are the kinds of stories I like love. I'm a, yeah can't get enough of wow how do you want to be pitched how do i want to be pitched uh spell my name correctly okay yes. <laughs> email me spell my name correctly i have all the instructions in my bio it's literally right. i'm on twitter um kushan oj k-h-u-s-h-a-n-d-o-j and we'll no, link to it no spaces no, no underscores spaces, no underscores it's a reference to a wiz khalifa mixtape <laughs> uh it used to be smoke that kush in college <laughs> but then i decided i wanted a job yeah uh though i think the Kush and OJ, which is much more subtle reference. Sure. Which I don't even smoke weed, but I just like the pun. Yeah. Um, but I think it's what got me my internship at Complex Magazine because they all saw my handle and like laughed and they're like, okay. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just email. I mean, I have instructions sort of in my bio, which is literally, here's my email. Don't spell my name wrong. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm looking for like national facing stories. It's sort of, if you read through my Twitter, you can see what really annoys me because mm. I will tweet it out sort yes. of immediately. I get a lot of writers who ask like, oh, what are you looking for? And I'm like, okay, here is me mm. emailing you, writer, that I have no idea who you are. And I have 8,000 other emails in my yeah. inbox, but I'm going to take time to like give you my spiel, Ugh. which is pitch me national facing stories. Do not pitch me guides and do not pitch me local stories. Great. The number of writers that I get back that are like, here's a guide, here's a local story. I know you said no guides, but hear me out on this. I was like, I do not care what follows this sentence. Like, I just, it's basic instructions. Yeah. And if you're not going to follow. follow those, yeah, like, I, what don't makes waste me want to work time. with you? Yeah. All right. One of the biggest things you've done recently uh, on Thrillist is the 101 dishes that changed America. Yeah. It's massive. It's uh, massive. It's 101. <laughs> it's 101 dishes. And it's broken up by decade. Yeah. Uh, going back to the 1910s. And then all the way forward. The 2017. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cobb salad. Love it. Yeah. It's Fantastic. Like, maybe like a top 10 salad. <laughs> I, top, top 10 for sure. Is Cobb salad the one that has chicken and bacon and blue cheese? Yes. And yeah. corn? Yes. It, yes. And it's it like can. the Midwest Tomatoes. as a salad. Okay. It's real good. It's yeah. real good. You have the cheese steak in there. Very yep. important. You've got a Toll House cookie. And, and these are nice bite-sized um, explanations and then uh, why it's important. So mm-hmm. that here's why we're talking about it. Right. Here's, here's why it matters. Uh, and I... I 
it was so fun to read all of that. So definitely encourage people to take a look and again, check in the notes for this episode and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll link to that as well. Thank you. Yeah, that was a fun, definitely collaborative effort with a bunch of people across Thrillist and some dope freelancers. I can't take full credit for it. Well, but, uh, <laughs> there's no way you could do this by yourself. It's so big, so big. But yeah, it was a cool, a cool project. I'm happy that it exists in the world. Awesome. <laughs> and that I don't have to work on it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> Lori? Yes. I know you want me to ask a question. I know. I'm giving you, I always ask you, oh. would you like to? Are you Do good? I have something to say? Here's what I have to say. Yeah, Lori. I have to go. <laughs> I have therapy in 30 minutes. Well, it's very important to me that I get there on time. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I want you to go. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Can you is say this, goodbye and I'll play the game? Is this the first time that I'm that I'm going to I'm going to piece out of a of a live recording? I think you have to. I have to. You have to, have to get to your session. Yeah. That's a priority. That's like a lot. <laughs> It is. Hey, here on Carface, we do a lot of self-care. Yeah. It's important. A lot of self-care. And some self-destruction. Self-destruction, <laughs> but we can only do the self-destruction if we do self-care as, as a well. follow-up. Yes, as it's a, a yin and a yang. And may I just say, as a mom, oh, go. Go. All right, bye, Lori. We're going to finish up with Kush. Goodbye. I'm sorry to leave. It's no, great to see you. It's good to see you, We too. still need to have a, some some weird uh, non-alcoholic drinks. Yes. I see you've got one next to you. It's the Love r- a kombucha. Kombucha with the sort of... Um, trilogy. It's got kind of a, a light Jamaican tourism uh, <laughs> color scheme. I like it. Thank you. It's Enjoy. delicious. I highly recommend it. I've had that. Yeah. Take care of your gut health, everyone. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs> Bye. I'm, sorry. I'm really sorry, but you don't like hugs, but no, okay. It's more directional. Uh, I also got these shrimp chips just oh, wow. in case you wanted to try. Wow. So many Or do you need one before you go, or do you I just want to go? Do not. Okay, fine. Do you need more candy? You all right? Yes, no, I'm do. good. I had okay. my six. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, we we asked Twitter. Give us, go ahead and open that. Go ahead and open it. Yeah, enjoy it. I like for it to warm up a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. that's good. Uh, <laughs> what what hot and burning questions they had for you? And Matt Matt Rodbard over at Taste, mm-hmm. who works with Anna, uh, said Buddy's Pizza, please school many. <laughs> All right, tell He's us about Buddy's Pizza. Also a Michigander, uh, Buddy's Pizza. It's this amazing chainlet from Detroit. I say chainlet because it has a couple of locations throughout mm-hmm. the Metro Detroit area. Uh, they do Detroit-style pies. They claim to have invented it, and it's dope as hell. If you're ever in Detroit, you should definitely stop by Buddy's. All right, so I've had Detroit pizza, but it was in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell me about Detroit-style pizza. Um, it's square, and the cheese goes all the way to the crust. Yep. It's layered in a different way than typical pizza, so they'll put the cheese and then the sauce and the toppings on. Um, and it's basically it's Detroit-style because apparently – Back in the day, um, they baked them in these steel trays that auto workers used to use. And like oh, that's wow. what they bake them in. Yeah, even to this day, um, they say that it's a riff on it uh, if you go to the original Buddies. But yeah, it's crispy, crunchy, just great. Like how high up is the dough? Sort of thick. Um, not well, deep dish thick, but like... Okay, not focaccia. Not focaccia. It's definitely a little bit denser. They use a brick cheese as well. Oh. Uh, 
it's I mean it's hearty. It's a hearty pizza, but like can you eat a couple slices? Yes. Yes, I could. Unlike I deep could. dish, which will like murder you one slice in. You know, I disagree. I can eat three of those. <laughs> I'm a deep dish hater though, so it's okay. <laughs> I really growing up, I just thought it was square pizza and then like chain pizza. I didn't realize that Detroit pizza was like a thing. Yeah. I just that's just what Michigan pizza is sure. to me. But I like it because you get the corner slices and like mm. some places will even do it where they only cut it into four slices so every slice is a corner slice which yeah. i'm here for um do you get the cheese caramelized yes you, yeah and it's just extra country a uh, country country extra little, country uh, crunchy <laughs> and great yeah there's nothing about michigan that's crunchy i can't speak you're fine uh <laughs> you ready to play a game yeah let's play a game all right so the game is lots of likes great if you've not listened to the podcast I have listened. okay fine <laughs> then you know that it started with Lori and her terrible experience uh where a waiter shamed her for taking a picture of a giant ass steak and we are reclaiming lots of likes great for something more positive it is a semi-hostile game and i think we've got to acknowledge that on the podcast that if you have to do this it's horrible except when it's not <laughs> so the the game is share as many likes as you can i'll keep asking you what else do you like we might stop at pause and talk about it the only way to lose is just to go mm, i don't know and, and then stop uh but you can win by either um running out the clock which you have a good chance of doing or telling me to fuck off <laughs> and at any time those are both ways to win and it's it's fine because okay. it is it is a hostile game okay <laughs> ready ready what do you like love decaf coffee why because i don't need caffeine necessarily but i, I love not being dependent upon caffeine uh -huh. it makes me feel more powerful in a way because i wow, like wow, reclaim wow. my life but i still love the taste of coffee and or warm beverages or ice beverages depending on the season yeah great what so else do you like get coffee i love kombucha lately yeah. especially the weirder flavors the better people are getting real experimental with their like kombucha what? these days there's one i picked up that has rosemary and mint and some other herbs in there mm -hmm. like it's all kinds of it's a lot going on stuff yeah i cannot wait to try it's it a full garden just hanging out in my fridge waiting for me to come home it's exciting it's one of my favorite things to do i also love shopping for non-alcoholic beverages i drink but i'm not a, a big drinker and there's a lot of great non-alcoholic beverages out there. In what the are your favorites other than kombucha? Kombucha is great. I love like anything. I really do love carbonation or like mm. a fun seltzer. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of weird tonics out there these yeah. days too. And a lot of these tonics that promise to make you more beautiful, which I love to buy into for like 30 minutes before I'm like, <laughs> whatever. Um, this is not actually going to work, but I guess it's hydrating my skin. So maybe sure. this is like, it's just sure more water in my body. It so. is definitely hydrating. <laughs> yeah. It is. So promise kept. <laughs> promise kept. I really love a good pillow, like stacked to the right height. I travel a lot for work and I have, I have no qualms these days now about asking the front desk for like firmer pillows yeah. um, and finding the right height. I, now, what height are we going with? I love a double pillow. Sure. Pillows so that are I. too soft. I to. Yeah, I can't. I can't do. Can I tell you something? Yes. I cannot do a single pillow. Yeah. If I do a single pillow, I have a migraine the next day. Interesting. Yeah. My neck is like, what the hell? Yeah. I actually can't really fall asleep that well either. Like I'll wake sure. up a bunch of times in the middle of the night if the pillow isn't right. Like sheets, blankets, whatever. I can deal with any of that kind of stuff, but the pillow sort of has to be right. Have I you... have four pillows on my bed. Sure. Of yeah. course. And random and, combinations. Right. And yeah. you've got to mix it up because yeah. every night's a little bit different. <laughs> a little different. Your, Your neck's in a changed. different place. Yeah. yeah. Needs change. The pillows, I think, have changed. Yeah. 
I, I, it's an assortment of pillows. Like there's a memory <laughs> foam pillow. There's like yes. the other. Yeah, it, they're, yeah, four different types of pillows mm. on my bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you like? Love folded chips. I'm the asshole that will pick out folded chips. Folded chips. Okay, like so double the, chi- the yeah. chips that are folded over themselves. You love it. Because I love texture. Another thing I really like. Fantastic. Um, texture is really important to me in all foods. And I really love vanilla ice cream. I don't think people stand enough for it. A good vanilla ice cream mm-hmm. is the best ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I really like chips in general. Besides folded chips, I'm actually part of this Facebook group that's <laughs> dedicated to chips <laughs> from around the world, and I really enjoy it. It gives me a lot of joy. What What's your number one desired chip that you haven't tried? Oh, that I haven't tried. There's these one from Spain that everyone in this group always posts, yeah. and it's a black truffle chip, and they're always like, this is so good. But I cannot find them anywhere for the life of mm. me. So listeners, send them to us. We will share. It's by a brand called Torres, I think. I'm not totally sure. Yeah. I love fancy chocolate bars with texture. With texture. In them, like very key. Like what's a fancy? There's this brand called like Chuao. I can never pronounce it. It's like C-H-U-A-O. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they have all kinds of fun things in Uh there, like nuts, pretzels. Will you do a Ritter Sport? Oh, I would, I would. With the depends. shortbread in there? Yeah. I That's like a so shortbread. Ritter Sport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do you like? Socks. Socks have been a new thing in my life. I, I don't like, get it. Really Tell me enjoy. more. Yeah. Like I, they're really fun or they're comfy? Comfy socks. Like okay. high quality socks. I've started investing in socks lately, yes. which I never did because I was like, I'm always going to lose them. But I got a free pair of socks that were really high quality and it sort of just changed would you do like a Bombas My life, sock? I, that's the sock that I got for Is free. It? Are they really good? They were really good. And I was like, oh shit. I guess I do need quality socks in my life. You never knew. And now you do. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're about to run out the clock. Give me one more thing you really love i really like the real housewives on bravo i love all bravo garbage like just feed it into my brain Mm -hmm. i can mainline that stuff Mm -hmm. it's what gets me to the gym in the morning to like watch the new episode of southern charm and then i also listen to bravo podcasts like people who chronicle these things absolutely so that's really we are big fans of bitch sash here (laughs) big big fans there's another one called watch what crappens yep which is a riff on andy cohen's show watch what happens Mm -hmm. and it's so funny they do incredible impersonations of every single bravo character and it's real funny and i highly recommend you listen done kush i appreciate you i appreciate you I think you're doing God's work. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, me putting out cheesecake st- cheesecake factory that was, stories. That cheesecake work. brown bread story <laughs> was so good. Why do people eat it? Because it, they think it's healthy. They really. Uh, that was a great quote. Yeah, my writer found a, a really great quote. That is sort of fun when I have all these burning questions and I can be like, "Hey, you writer, you want to find this out for me?" Yes. And then they're like, "Sure," and I'm like, "Great." Who doesn't want to know? Yeah, it's always. It curious. is a good bread. It is good bread. It's nice and sweet. Yeah. I, a little I, too sweet. A little too sweet. But it's so good. Yeah. I'm I'm into it. I Cheesecake Factory for me, it's like appetizers and desserts are like the stronger parts of the menu. I I love a cashew chicken there. You know, no. I'm not a big chicken fan in okay, general. Okay. Well, though. sure. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> but if you were, I got to tell you. <laughs> the cashew chicken. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I'm always impressed with just how large that menu mm-hmm. is. It never stops. Neither do you. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for having me. (laughs) 
You're the best. I'm gonna Bye. Use gummy now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Lori's in control of those doing God's work every goddamn day. Today she had a headless frog scissoring with another frog. And I don't know who wouldn't want to see that in their feed. <laughs> A little Kim Kardashian, uh, and then a little frog, yeah. and then uh, something nice from Julia Tertian. Oh, I see. Yeah, that was my... Well, I, I don't subscribe to Kim Kardashian, but I can assume. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.